girl Malika. And it's me, Sharina. And we're Bag of Lies. Yeah, we're the podcast that explores identity and community through the lens of the harmless white lies that we tell. Not the shady ones. Not those, the harmless ones, guys. You don't have a whole side family in your cabinet just I, hiding out. I Not have f- literally never said side family so many times in my life. Yeah, but it's a good example. It's true. As soon as we say lying, people's minds go to like a negative place. That's true. We're the- talking about the innocent white ones, guys. Non-nefarious. Non-nefarious. Not <laughs> nefarious in these streets. <laughs> And today, guys, we're going to talk about the men's in them, the men's that be lying. (laughs) And we've got our resident cisgender man in the building to talk about this. Hello. Hello. I wore a sash today that says cisgender man. (laughs) Speaking for everybody. Hi, Evan. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so Evan Burton is a Baltimore-born, Oakland-based writer and multimedia artist. His work focuses on the interaction of media and power, ooh, and how this relationship can be harnessed for the benefit of everyday people. In his spare time, he focuses on commercial rap haikus. Let that sink in. I'm letting that sink in. Yeah. And I really don't know what that is. <laughs> what is a commercial rap haiku? All right, so it's a haiku that's about rappers, but each of them uses a famous commercial taglines. So I think one of them was called Cliche Rappers, uh, and it was maybe they should use Rubbermaid to help themselves stay fresher longer. Oh. <laughs> you get it? I did not see that coming. That's uh-huh. fun. Uh-huh. It's a, is it obvious to everyone in the room that he's a copywriter? Yes. <laughs> do you want to be a rapper? No. Oh, okay. Well, I, don't don't give me that attitude. No, I'm no, just no, asking. No attitude. <laughs> I feel like that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like if you would have said yes, you there would have been some like judgment there? For sure. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> See, I know better than that. <laughs> So we have Evan here with us today to talk about lying while manning, the lies that men tell. Yeah, and we're going to have a fun discussion around gender, and it's not binary, but, you know, we're still going to talk about it like it is, occasionally. <laughs> so moving on to lie of the week, Malika, what did you lie about this week? I didn't really directly lie this week. I lied because I was in an awkward situation. I was waiting for the train at BART, and this lady ran up on me and started having a full-on conversation with me. She knew my whole name, Ooh. and I did not know this woman. That's, like, low-key scary. Like, no recognition at all? Like, I just, like, she had, like, a familiar-looking face, like, in the way that people be familiar like that. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't tell you what her name was or how I met her or, like, what type of interaction that she knows me from. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd be out in these streets. Yeah. A girl be seen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right here. You know, no pat on my back, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but anyways, there was like a whole seven minutes until my train was coming, and um, I had to like interact and talk with this woman. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm sorry, lady, but I don't really know you. <laughs> and I lied about knowing you to you, and uh, it was awkward. Sorry. <laughs> she's probably so hurt right right now as she's hearing this. <laughs> Why did you feel like you, why did why did you feel comfortable enough just to say, I, I don't really remember you? It's one of those like awkward social interactions that I feel like we all find ourselves in. Either you see someone and you want to talk to them and then you realize they don't know you or like um, 
someone you're talking to someone and then you realize you don't know them and it's like you don't want to embarrass that person there's like a lot of secondhand embarrassment to deal with and i just didn't want her to feel that way it was a lot of stank that i just did not want to like dip my toe into it so i was like i'm gonna just play this out and see how it goes but i really still to this day i i don't know who that woman is <laughs> wow so sharina what did you lie about this week uh, I lied on us. <laughs> on me? Yeah, I lied on us. I lied on the podcast. <gasps> oh, so, no. We can't I know. lie about the podcast. I know, I know, I know. I lied about the podcast about lying that we have. Um, No, someone, I was in conversation with someone this week, and they were asking me about um the numbers that we're pulling in, like the listenership and how many people listen per episode. And I couldn't quite remember in that moment, so I just kind of plucked out of not necessarily thin air but somewhat thin air a number that i felt would be appropriate was it a guesstimate like uh you had an idea kind of like yeah let's go for guesstimate that's a good way to put it okay yeah um you're gonna have to tell me what this number is so that we can be aligned on this lie because now you're pulling me into this Yeah, that's totally fair. We're going to corroborate our story like all siblings do. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you got to do in this street. You can't like not be on the same page because that's yeah. how people find out about your lie. Literally, that who's is gonna, the laziest gonna, way. Who's going to follow up? Who's going to double check? Who's going to do the math, you know? You don't know. Someone could run up on me tomorrow, someone who I don't remember, and be like, so how many subscribers and listeners you got? <laughs> this could have been a journalist. Then y'all got like a Vanity Fair, like smear piece or something. Bad oh, news. no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, no. Although, Loki, if we were in Vanity Fair, even if it was a smear piece, I'd be like, yes, please. Thank you. Did it even do that? I don't know anything about that magazine. That's just the first one that came to mind. <laughs> they have cool content on YouTube. Do they do that question thing? No, no that's, that's Vogue. Vogue. I love that question I thing. I love Vogue, yeah. yo. They question put in out that hot fire content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing, Vogue. So, Evan, what did you lie about this week? Actually, I, I lied about something that's related to the show, and that was I gave a fake coffee name just for fun, <gasps> for kicks. Oh, my God. Yeah. One- I'm so honored. Yeah. But two, what's your coffee name? It's Thaddeus. <gasps> that makes sense. I'm shook because you low-key look like a Thaddeus. Yeah. You, you have Thaddeus vibes. The barista had a little bit of doubt. Ooh. So she I called could, you out? I could see it. Not necessarily called me out, but I could see it. I could see a little bit of doubt. Maybe she was just confronted with such an old school name and she had to pause for a minute. Maybe she didn't is even that, know how to spell is it. Is that two Ds? <laughs> Thaddeus. Is, there... is that like a biblical name? Like she was trying to figure out the origins. Yeah. Is there like a silent P in there or something? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure she looked at you and she was nodding along being like, that That sounds about right. Yeah. She wasn't questioning that part. She was just questioning who names their child Thaddeus. Yeah. In these days. <laughs> in this day and age. You haven't got a nickname or anything? Mm. I have an appreciation for like old school names of like men. All right. Moving on to In the Bag. Yeah, yeah. So our first item in the bag today is a mommy influencer who went undercover to defend herself in a snark forum. Uh, so Clemmy Hooper is a British influencer that goes by the handle of at mother of daughters. In 2018, Clemmy reportedly created an account with the username Alice in Wonderlust, which is like a very sad username to use, but whatever. That's that's not creative at all, Clemmy. No. Not at all. No, not even a little bit. Um, On this forum called Tattle.life, which is kind of like get off my internet if you know what that is it's it's basically a space for influencers to kind of complain and so she created this account and she started just kind of going after other bloggers and influencers 
Um, so in one post, she called like this like small time Instagram couple desperate imitators of herself and her husband. In another post, she called someone smug AF and incredibly try hard. And then in a third post, um, she aimed it at this like activist and influencer that has this Instagram account that highlights diverse mothers. And she said that she is really aggressive and always brings it back to race, privilege, and class because she knows no one will argue with that. It feels like a weapon to silence people's opinions. So what happened to her? She got outed? Yeah. So she got outed for being on this blog, being mean to other people. And then she kind of came out and apologized and was like, oh, my goodness, I got caught up. People were talking about us. I just wanted to defend myself. And it went from defending herself to just like being really mean about other people. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, she went wrong in a lot of ways. First Ooh. of all, you went on a site called Tattle.life. Somebody go tell on you, girl. <laughs> you go on a site called Tattle.life. I don't know what you thought you were doing. Agreed. And uh, also, people like content, but nobody's like repping for their favorite Instagrammer like that. Yeah. Nobody's going to come to your defense in that way. <laughs> One of your followers, you're not going to have advocates like that. I don't know. Stand culture is real. Stand culture is real. People be really standing for people, but I guess she like gave herself away like really hard by like how specifically she was like really going after people. Yeah. I heard that she even like badmouthed her own husband who has like a million followers to her 600,000. So I guess she probably felt salty anyways. <laughs> Which is also kind of like really random because I'm like, if you're following the mother, wouldn't you also follow the father? No, it's probably she's the problem. Oh, you He could right. have 1.6, not for her. Mm. Mm. You could have all her followers. I just said that to be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's holding him back. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She, he could have he could have his followers and hers. That's true. They could combine their Instagram accounts, and then it could be parents of daughters. Normally, when you hear of people like going undercover on like forums or on Twitter, it's normally men. So this is interesting that it's a woman who's doing this. You're right. That's true. But it kind of fits though with the whole like sometimes women feel like there can only be one and so they always have to like take down other women like kind of like Nicki Minaj and uh, Cardi B and how they've just had like beef forever because there can only be one woman in rap and it's Cardi B. Wait, wow. you just, that was a hot position. take and no one asked you for that opinion. There's, so, so, leave that there's so many more though besides those two. First of all, you got to give props to Megan Thee Stallion. Oh yes. yeah, no, totally. Off top. Yeah, no. I mean like there can only be one between the two of them and it would rather be Cardi B but all the others like Saweetie I think she's great and uh, Rico mm -hmm. Nasty she's great too mm -hmm. but honestly the fact that there can only be one is just like a mis misogynistic construct it's yeah. not their fault that they were put in this situation where they now have to like cat fight it out like people did that to them it's true it's unfair it's true because we don't do that with rappers no we allow many of them male rap male rappers yes mm -hmm. you're right thank you for correcting me we no, are woke was, on this I was, podcast I was clarifying yes <laughs> <laughs> not correcting, clarifying. <laughs> That's true. You're right. But back to Clemmy Hoopa, who is doing the most. She's a messy mom. She's out here with the Sade antics. You were <laughs> hella Sade, lady. Um, she had the whole IG press release by like putting out her little post and apologizing. Yeah. I feel like she should just go in a corner and go away for a while because she did this for like over a year. Yeah. Like lurking. Like she had a lot of time to process that her lurking behavior was bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she got called out for it. Now she has to come out with the truth. Like, yeah, that was her throwing people under the bus. And some of her comments were hella problematic. Like, uh, I don't like what she said about the woman who's highlighting diverse women being like, she silences women with their diversity. I, I don't get that. I don't understand why that's a hot take for her. Yeah, that's problematic. 
problematic. Get out my bag. This is messy. <laughs> <laughs> messy mommies. Uh, okay, so next up is a vegan blogger who got caught eating fish. So this happened a little while ago, like before we started the podcast, but it resurfaced via an interview on The Cut. Which I love. Shout out to The Cut. <laughs> Everyone should read The Cut. I love The Cut. Yeah, she'd be reading The Cut and sending me articles. Um, so Yovana Mendoza, who at the time was known as Ravana, because I'm raw vegan, um, was caught on camera eating fish last March, and the backlash was swift. People were angry. Lots of people came out to say, well, you're the person who got me eating raw, vegan, soy-free, gluten-free, all the things free, uh, and now you're out here eating fish like a commoner. Why? Oof. That's on y'all. Make your own decisions. <laughs> Don't do it for somebody else. Yes, exactly. Vegan people move differently, though. You know what I'm saying? They move different. They, like, real aggressive about that vegan life. It's like, if you're not vegan, you're not in my club. You can't come to my house. Like, you can't. You can't come to my house and eat anything. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. So, like, a part of me, like, feels bad for her because I know when they turned on her, they probably turned on her. They oh, dragged yeah. her down. Mm -hmm. But also, sis, let's be real here. Your whole name was Ravana. <laughs> like, you was out here getting that spawn con, you know, based on, like, this lifestyle you were promoting. You had people changing their whole lives. So the fact that you were out here promoting veganism so hard and then you got caught in the act of eating fish, I mean, like, uh, you kind of deserved it. You should have just told people that you needed to eat fish because I think one of the reasons why she had to eat fish was, like, based on her doctor's order. It was like yeah. a health thing. It wasn't like she was just turning her back on veganism. It was like a health decision. And I feel like she could have been honest about that. Or not honest, but then also just eating fish and meat underneath her bed or a rock or anywhere else. That's the other thing. Like, why are you doing it in public? Sometimes part of the thrill is knowing you could get caught. <laughs> you think she's an adrenaline junkie? <laughs> you never know. She was out here posing as a vegan yeah. all the time, but then she's like, I'm going to go get me a fish filet. She, she's, she's, she's in and out with the ski mask going. Imagine. She's the hamburger left yeah. on the low. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. She does it for the thrill of it. No, oh but I actually gosh. feel sorry for sis. And I feel like um, after reading the article, she's actually trying to do right. Um, by her followers. First of all, she no longer goes by Ravana, y'all. It's Yovana. Yo, yo. Uh, she wants y'all to get to know the real her. Mm -hmm. She's out here preaching self-acceptance. <laughs> Yikes. What's funny about that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny to me because it's like, I'm no longer a vegan. Please accept me. I'm preaching self-acceptance for everyone in their life choices. It's like, oh, are you really though? Or is this like another way to just like, I don't know, spin it for your followers yes yeah. and it was probably a moment of revelation for her she's like you know what i can be the person that i fish eating me yeah and honestly <laughs> for her to like spin from being her old personality to a new personality that in and of itself feels authentic so like i'm kind of buying into it i don't know if she's gonna get my follow but no not me not interested so in is this not in your content. bag are you kicking this out your bag yeah this is not this is mm -mm. This well rovana yovana jovana whatever you want to be bye vana Bye, Vana. <laughs> she said bye. Bye. Fish fry, Vana. <laughs> That's funny. 
Okay, so last item in our bag, Jonas Brothers. So they uh, lied about opening for Kelly Clarkson uh, when they were less famous. So they were on the Kelly Clarkson show talking to Kelly Clarkson, and they admitted that in 2005, when they were kind of just coming up, to get other gigs, they listed Kelly Clarkson as somebody who they'd opened up for, when in reality they were on a stage outside in the parking lot playing their songs. Yikes. (laughs) They're so cute. I know. I love them. Also, are you not shook by the fact that they've been a band since 2005? Like, wow. <laughs> Honestly, I just, like, Jonas Brothers, like, popped up on my radar in, like, the last two years. Were I they really ever a Disney idea. Channel thing? Yeah, they this were. Disney Channel thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but, like, by the time they, like, became famous famous, they weren't really on Disney Channel anymore, but they had this really cute album that all the teenage girls used to listen to, and me and my friend camped out to go see the Jonas Brothers. I was just about to ask you, you sound like you're a fan. Oh, my God. I wasn't as, like, stan hard as some of the other people that I knew, because, like, every single, and I think we saw them twice, but, um, yeah, both times the person that I was with, like, cried intensely. That always freaks me out when I'm at, like, a show and someone's, like, crying yeah it always kind of freaks me out too because i was excited but like it wasn't like i was that excited so anyways that's the jonas feathers they're fun i mean this is so random first of all they're on the kelly clarkson show and like which is random to me and of itself the fact that she has a daytime show now it's pretty recent um and then they're just talking to her about opening for her but also i'm not mad at this lie because it seems like a plausible lie i feel like no one probably like called him out on it yeah no kelly clarkson's like the right level of famous where you're like oh yeah i've heard of kelly clarkson it's cool that you've opened up for her but it's not like beyonce where you're gonna be like oh shoot i should call parkland and see if they've actually sung for her because she's huge yeah like no one's gonna check for the receipts no are you a jonas brother fan i i can't name a single jonas brother oh we in the same camp, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know I they're both even... married to like famous women. Oh, there's only two. There's three. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, there's three of them. There's Nick Jonas, there's Joe Jonas, and there's the third Jonas. No Who's one the one about. married to Priya, Priyanka? Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. He's the most famous because then he like went off to start his own thing called Nick Jonas in the administration, which was like totally lame. So then he came back to the Jonas Brothers. But I kind of like that name, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I know. In the administration. Yeah. Are they actually brothers? Yeah. They were total, like, wholesome man. Like, yes, your teenage daughter can fall in love with this man because he's not going to be, like, nefarious. Um, yeah, that was their whole vibe. I can't remember what the third Jonas is called, but he's married to a non-famous person anyways. So. I think I was watching, like, Trick Daddy videos on BET. <laughs> whole, 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 like, Jonas Brothers thing. I mean, missed it. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I, I was listening to their album back-to-back. So, yeah. Anyways, so... Um, yeah. Speaking of nefarious men, let's hop into this. Talk about men and lying. So, Evan, what do you feel like is the difference in the things that men lie about versus women? I feel like generally people people lie no matter what kind of person you are. But I will say that I know as a fact, you know, from the, the women that I have in my life, my friends, my family members, my partners, uh, women have to lie way more often to get out of situations that could be like unsafe or weird. And I feel like generally that's something that men don't have to do. So, like, that's one thing that is definitely gendered. Uh, but besides that, you know, people just be out here lying. <laughs> Everybody be lying. Anybody just, could get it. Yeah, be lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like men have to lie about sports a lot to make, like, small talk. Yeah. Do you think that's a thing? That's for sure a thing because I do that. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> just to relate to someone you don't know? Yeah, just, you know, it's just like, you, and, and the thing is, is, like, if you know just enough, 
you can skate by on generalities. You just like name the name, like yeah, Harden. He went off, crazy. <laughs> How you think, man? It's it's wild. Kevin Durant is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so many points yeah, he scored. Yeah, yeah, very exactly. convincing. Yeah, just, you yeah. just throw it out like that. Listen, I'm way better. I'm way better in the moment. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a natural thing. <laughs> and is that like applicable to like every sport? You feel like. Yeah, any sport that people talk about, for sure. Yeah, I mean, some sports like, you know, high lie, I feel like it's not a very high point of conversation. <laughs> or like, what's another one? Ultimate Frisbee, people don't talk about that. People talk about Ultimate Frisbee in the Bay. I didn't know that was a sport until I moved out here. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Ultimate Frisbee is quite popular here. It's a thing, man. They go yeah. hard for that Ultimate Frisbee. They do love Ultimate Frisbee. Oakland just got a soccer team. Now, that is one thing I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow them. I'm going to be able to talk about it. <laughs> They're going to be terrible. No. <laughs> They'll be fine. They're going to... Oh, my gosh. I'm doing it. We're talking about sports yeah, now. See? Ah! Yeah, see? A lot of points. Yeah. And to be clear for the listeners, none of us watch sports. No, no. I don't. So we're all just lying about sports all the time. Yeah. Yep. But do you But do you play sports, Evan? Love love to play sports. Okay. Fair. Yeah. But you don't watch sports, so you no, just, like, offer all. up anything. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Malika, do you feel like there's a female equivalent of that? Like, a baseline thing that we use as women to, like, connect immediately that you end up having to lie about sometimes? Uh, I feel like women fall back on complimenting each other versus lying to each other. That's true. Like, my go-to when I'm uncomfortable or, like, I'm just getting to know someone is, like, I look at, like, something in their outfit. And like I'll compliment it. Yeah. Oh well, maybe actually I do lie to women because like sometimes I meet women and I'm like I don't like anything you got on, but yeah. I would say, "Ooh, mm-hmm. girl, cute shoes." Yeah. Ah, lie. Yep. But um, yep. I feel like uh, the default for women is more to compliment and make you feel good, versus like straight out like like lie to someone. That's true. Yeah, I've definitely done that too. You know what? Weirdly enough, and this is probably me being really petty, but if I can't pick something that I really like, I'll pick the thing that I actually like the least. That is petty. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. 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 Now I don't know if you'd be complimenting me for real. Well, I mean, like, obviously I do because I love your taste. But, um. Does she really mean it? Does she really hate your taste? Okay, don't. Is the thing she leaks lust. Do not put this into question. Thank you. All right. Um, Out here trying to destroy whole relationships. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, no. And this is my rationale for it, that, like, if I disliked it, then it made me feel something. Mm -hmm. And even though I can't say this made me feel something and that feeling was disgust, I'm still going to comment on it. So, like, maybe sometimes I'll be like, oh, that sweater is interesting. If I'm like, "Mm, I don't really know how I feel about it, but it made me feel something. That's so interesting. And it goes into some of the research that, like, I found. Whereas, like, men tend to lie in, like, a self-serving way. Yeah. Either to deflect blame, embarrassment, or simply getting their feelings hurt. While women, they lie in a way that's meant to make others feel better. So wild. I could get done with that. I can see that. Yeah. Like, even if I know someone did, like, a crappy job presenting something, Mm -hmm. I'll still say, you did great up there, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I just, I don't ever want people to, like, just feel bad. Like, you just don't want to get caught in that stank do you feel like that that specific example is more of just a general workplace thing though yeah you're right it yeah. is general like workplace etiquette just to be nice to your co-workers uh, nice job well, <laughs> nice job jim i feel like there's that and like part of the reason why that stat 
is the way it is is because like i think in general women are like socialized to like take care of people and so i think that like some of that like emotional caretaking is to like help them feel better about themselves which is kind of why i think like one of the most frequent lies is just like us complimenting each other because it's like in this uncomfortable situation i'm supposed to still boost you up because we're kind of all taking care of everybody all the time do you ever compliment men to like start like friendly like banter banter oh yeah but it's not it's not always a lie sometimes you just need a thing you know nice nice sneakers yeah that's how i see it yeah an easy way in yeah just to not make it uncomfortable i think sometimes sometimes again like the sports thing you can just pretend to be interested in something that you're not necessarily you know yeah like i think another analog could be like rappers oh yeah like music (laughs) talking about music yeah or the old default the weather anyone can talk about the weather that's true that's true that's true okay so another thing that we read while we were doing our research was actually that people are more likely to lie when they're horny do you humans feel as though there is a way in which like men lie to women in a different way than women lie to men when they're horny or just in general i feel like a horny (laughs) lie is a horny lie you're just trying to get it in (laughs) you know what i feel like i feel like in my in my experience my limited experience (laughs) (laughs) it comes from different rationales like if you're horny and you're lying about it or not not lying about it but lying right to like satisfy the horniness or whatever then the place it comes from from a man like in terms of rationale is i feel like generally to make the other person feel comfortable interesting yeah oh okay that's fair the other thing that we found in our research is that um, men tend to lie to men that they think are more attractive than them. Ooh, really? Because they feel like competitive. Like they feel this need to compete with them. Oh. So they lie to men that they feel like are like direct competition. And I have this happens never a lot that. in the workplace. That's too. incredible. Yeah. I buy it. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like it's a power game for sure. So you want to like up your status and you want to be thought of as someone who has some juice the alpha yeah so I, I could definitely see that that's so weird though do you feel like you've ever done that like you saw a guy and you're like oh this guy's lie to a guy who's more attractive than me i know that's very specific <laughs> right <laughs> now you're thinking all about right. it like who are the attractive men in my life that i lied to <laughs> all right so i feel like i feel like now i mean i don't i can't remember a time that i have done that but in order to do that you have to admit to yourself that you find this guy attractive right mm-hmm. now for for a culture that uh is like very heteronormative mm-hmm. i feel like not a lot of guys are gonna have the level of analysis to even do that you Ooh. know they're just gonna be like why do i feel so weird around james <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's really hot <laughs> <laughs> but it's true and you know masculinity and vulnerability are often presented in society at opposite ends of the spectrum and do you feel like as a guy that you have to lie in order to avoid like having to be like vulnerable or like um, to appear more like hyper masculine because like people have this idea of like how a man's supposed to be like you can't be honest about finding you know James attractive mm-hmm. yeah you know generally I feel like people who would ask that of me I avoid them but sure sometimes especially I would say more so when I was growing up in Baltimore in the 90s and like early 2000s that was definitely a part of my life because you i think you had to uh you had to display a certain a certain level of uh of toughness of ability or else you know people would try you just 
because <laughs> so yeah i think earlier in life but i would say not so much now it's like if i if lie or am avoidant around vulnerability it has not to do with like being uncomfortable being vulnerable on someone it just has to do with how much access i want to give them to my person at all that mm -hmm. yeah i just don't want to be around some folks so we're gonna keep this brief you know some people just can't come in your garden you know it's like you're not welcome here don't step on my daisies <laughs> i have a rose garden i got nothing but winners in there all kind of cultivars of roses what's the craziest lie you've ever told someone of the opposite gender okay so uh there is a restaurant in baltimore and i'm blanking on the name of it now uh but it's, it's shaped like a ship. It's kind of a, a fancy restaurant. I don't even know if it's still there anymore, but it's got like, you know, not necessarily a white linen because it's a seafood restaurant, but it's got those white papered things over the table, <laughs> low lights, et cetera. And it's got little port windows and everything. And I went there on a date when I was like a freshman in college. And you know, freshmen, y'all, y'all be messy. <laughs> freshman in college. So unbeknownst to myself, I had like overdrafted my debit card. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you know, talking about masculinity, right? Like for sure at that point in my life, I was like, the expectation is that I'm going to pay for this date. And I was like super committed to that. Now, I lived 15 minutes from from where we were eating. Uh, so it's 15 minutes each way because I went to home to go get cash to like pay for this date. I told her I was going to the ATM. <laughs> gone for half what? an hour. Was she still there when you got back? Yeah, she was still there. She was very upset. Um, and now we're married. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just Ooh, kidding. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We never went on another date. Oh, my God. You left her there for 30, 30 whole minutes. A whole half hour. She was like, I was, I was just about to leave. I was like, I'm sorry. The ATM was blah, blah, blah. She yeah. was really committed to getting her date paid for. Because, like, honestly, at that point, I would have just paid and left. I would have thought I was stood up. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I, I would have died Yeah, like, that's what I would have thought happened. Because after, like, 15 minutes, I'm like, did he die? Like. I would have thought she was never coming back. Literally never. Weak. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> So, Evan, do you feel as though your experience as a man who is also black has played a role in, like, the white lies that you've told? See what I did there? Black, white. Mm, mm, mm. Ah. <laughs> She's the I writer. See. <laughs> <laughs> I am very uh, clever. Well, interestingly, yeah, I, I would say so because of code switching, right? I think that is a part of being black in America is that everybody has a certain level of that. So in one way, that's a lie because you're sort of presenting a self that you don't present in another context, but at the same time, both of those selves coexist. So it's like not a lie um, at the same time. So sure, I think in that way, whenever I code switch for whatever reason, yeah, there's like an aspect of a lie in there. Hmm. Have you ever told any specific lie to kind of subvert someone's expectation of you as a black man? Oh, yeah. Outside of telling people your name is Thaddeus. <laughs> I don't know if that subverts expectations because of all the people on that earth, a, I'd expect a black man yeah, to be called Thaddeus. Yeah, that is a very black name. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, scratch that then. <laughs> is it? I would like, it could be like a Scottish guy for oh, some no. reason. Thaddeus. No. I can't even say the <laughs> no. accent. Nah. I can only do Thaddeus. I feel like black people would be the only one that would go reaching that far into history to name their children. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. 
Um, I feel like yeah. I feel like our our Jewish brothers and sisters have some pretty ancient names too that they still you right use. They you pass right. it down consistently though. Jacob has been Jacob's has yeah. been Jacob. Yeah. Mm. Facts. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, you were saying subverting expectations. Yeah, I do that for sure. Sometimes what I will do is like to, and I don't know how much of a lie this is, but it goes back to the code switching thing, which is like sometimes I'll like, especially with uh, with my white friends who aren't maybe very conversant with black culture, I'll just like be unexpectedly black just to like, <laughs> just to shake them up a little bit. You know Ooh, what I mean? Uh... You know, you're like, yeah, you know, you're like, get rid of Thaddeus is out for today. All right. <laughs> you got you got tea. <laughs> you just turn into Cornel West all of yeah, a sudden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Evan, yo, it's been real. Thank you all so much. Good Thank to be here. Thank you for coming on the pod. Mm-hmm. Great to be here. We appreciate you, Evan. So we should wrap up. Uh, and so before you go, we're going to play a quick game of Who Lied. Who Lied is a game that we play with our guests where... Um, you have to guess which one of us told this lie. So lie number one, lied about having been to Portugal to the CEO of a previous employer. And lie number two, lied to their dentist about how often they floss. Said they do it two to three times a week, but really, they don't be flossing at all. This is fun because Evan really probably doesn't know. I think Malika was the dentist lie. And you were the Portugal lie. Oh my God, what? (laughs) All right. Actually, Evan does know me. We went to ad school together. (laughs) How'd you guess? (laughs) Just a vibe. It's like it's like personality. You know, those are like very distinct types of lies. (laughs) And just in this short amount of time, it fits. (laughs) (laughs) That's I I mean, that's an accurate read because I feel like Sharina is more like uh, she comes up with lies that are a little bit more extravagant than mine's. Mine's are like kind of bit like mundane and dumb like i always lie for dumb reasons i don't know (laughs) but like i go to the dentist and the dentist is like oh how often you be flossing like you know you see my teeth my gums you know what condition they're in you know i'm not flossing but because i can't disappoint you in this moment sir i'm going to tell you that i floss two to three times a week and we're both going to be complicit in this lie and we're not going to talk about it we're not going to speak on it that's so funny I mean, you have great teeth, so I just literally am so shocked that you even do that. Oh, thank you. I don't be flossing. I need to. I need to floss more often. It's I floss like twice a month. It's crazy important. I know it is. My yeah. gums need it. I'm sorry, gums. I got yeah. you. Oh, I really don't floss that often either. Sharina, you lied about going to Portugal, though. Yeah, it was kind of random. I was just caught in a conversation. Like, we were at, like, a summer party or whatever, and I was in conversation with the CEO, and I was like, yeah, I'm French, and I've lived in England and all these things. And he was like, yeah, well, I mean, like, of course you've been to Portugal. And so blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't, like, he just assumed, and I wasn't going to be like, actually, I haven't. So we just continued talking about that for a little while and flexing on these other people that hadn't been to Portugal together. <laughs> <laughs> Did you name drop any cities? Um, I mean, Porto, yeah. Cause like, Ooh, I that's just, a good one. No one would name drop that. Most people would say Lisbon. Yeah, no, no, no. Because like, I've wanted to go to Porto for a while, so I've read a lot about it. So I just kind of like kind of pulled some of that knowledge in terms of like the wine and like it's by the coast Ooh. and there's like really lovely architecture. So yeah. I would have believed you. Yeah, I could fake a pretty good Europe life. <laughs> How long was that conversation? Oh, it was really long. Like it dragged oh, wow. on for so long that at some point I was like, are these people going to realize that i've actually never been to portugal but as they had never been to portugal they didn't really have a frame of reference (laughs) 
Did it go on so long that you started believing the lie? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I love when that happens. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. And then it was weird because then the following time that I talked about traveling, I almost brought up that I'd been to Portugal and it was like, you haven't been to Portugal. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. been real, Evan. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, love having you on. Yeah, we good to be here. You. All right, guys. So men be lying. Yeah, and but also women be lying. We, and you know what? Gender is not binary. It's complicated. Yeah. Uh, but what isn't complicated is the fact that you should follow us. So you can follow us on Twitter at Bag of Lies or on Instagram at Bag of Lies underscore podcast. Evan, where can people follow you and your truths? Follow me on Instagram at Monday dot bags monday bags love it it's the most random instagram and i love it y'all <laughs> <laughs> i need to get my follower coming up i need to get my listens up click that soundcloud link follow my man's on soundcloud y'all and yeah. on instagram what's your name on soundcloud oh uh, monday bags oh haiku raps yeah all right cool well thanks guys we'll see you next time Bag of Lies is recorded at KGPC Radio with their generous support. If you're in the Bay Area, you can now catch your girls on KGPC969.org every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Shout out to producer goddess Lyton and our executive producer Bada Bing Bada Bang Bada Bob Cohen. And our theme music is produced by my girl, Madly. And all opinions and foolish comments expressed here are by no means a reflection of our employers, friends, family, or our upbringing. We did our best. Bye. Bye, guys.